0: BLOB TALK RADIO Good morning ladies and gentlemen and welcome to The Focus. This is your host, DJ Act One, coming to you live from my studio. I would like to thank you all for listening, tuning in, sharing, and getting the word out about this episode. This is going to be kind of an important episode, because I'm going to be talking about Christ in pop culture. Mainly movies, because that's what the big deal is right now. Movies, and I might mention a little bit about music, but mainly movies, because it's a big deal. A lot of people are for it, a lot of people are against it, and I'm going to give you some arguments for both. I think it's pretty cool. I think it could be bad, but we'll see. So, without further ado, let me get into Broken Wings with B-Shock here on The Focus.
1: Yeah. You might be in a place in your life where God gave you wings, but you don't feel like you can fly anymore. Your wings are beaten, broke down by the world, but God wants you to fly. I'm falling way down, these sinful chains got me way to the ground, tangled in the world need to be unwound. Really, for me, after all that I've done, it's just so hard to believe. Lord, take me as I am, take me in the right direction.
0: that was B-Shock with Broken Wings. And if you want to check out more music from B-Shock, all you have to do is head over to dot com, And he's got all the music that you can ever want for free. If you don't have money to pay or you just want to check out some songs first, go over there, download it, see if you like it. It's all free you got to get to the right section, of course, in the website, but it's all free. Uh, check it out. All the music that's listed under the free section is free, just so you know. We do have a guest call-in number if you happen to be listening and like to call in. Uh, that number is one seven one eight five zero eight nine two eight four, and long-distance rates do apply. But on this morning's show, I'm kind of talking about Christ in pop culture. Now, for years, there's always been this little thing called uh, Dashboard Jesus. And it's usually this little bobbly head Jesus or a little figure of Jesus you stick on your dashboard. And, like, I don't know. I have a feeling that people are kind of like, Jesus, should I go to this party and smack his head and it bounces up and down? What would Jesus do? Would Jesus go to this party, smack the head up and down? I don't know. Something like that. Or you got or you got the WWJD what would Jesus do that was that became pop culture It became this huge popular like everybody had a WWJD bracelet and that was that was cool i had them i still had i probably have one somewhere around here if i hadn't gotten rid of it or it hadn't broken or fallen apart or whatever cuz when i get bracelets i tend to wear them to uh the point that they fall apart and they get destroyed so yeah i think that's A big thing in pop culture, and then you have like Jesus is my homeboy stuff. Like, you had everybody, like Christians, non Christians, pretty much everybody and their mom knew about it, and it was huge. And then some movies started coming. Like, we've always had this huge popular movie, like, that I used to watch as a kid every year, and this was on, and this movie got aired on TV, and the big big actor was um Charl Charleston Heston. Charlton Heston. Yeah, I can't talk this morning. Charlton Heston. And basically it was like the story of Moses and this like whole thing. But in two thousand four Mel Gibson broke through the barrier of like Christian movies being in the like in the in the movie theaters and like part of pop culture with The Passion of the Christ. And when I back in 2004 when it was in theaters, I had to go like I wanted to go see it. I never got to see it in theaters. I think I eventually saw it like at church or at home like on TV cuz somebody got the DVD to to watch or whatever. But I I never actually got to see it in theaters. But it was there. It was huge. It was popular. And, like, it was a big deal. Like, even if you weren't a Christian, you knew about it. So, I mean, it it was a huge deal. Like, you know, this guy who's known for these, like, fighting movies and, like, action and shooting, like, comes out and creates the story of Jesus Christ, life, death, resurrection, and showed it all and did it. In a very tasteful way that was amazing, and after that happened, there wasn't a huge amount of Christian movies in the theater, and you know, and like everything Christians do, it was met with like massive mixed reviews. So, like you had, you know, there was Christians that loved it. Let's, you know, um, let's see. So, let's see here. So, I'm going to see what the Internet has to say as far as movie reviews for Passion of the Christ. So, here's a review. It says, if there ever was a film with the correct title... That film is Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. Although the word passion has become mixed up with romance, its Latin origin refers is refer origins refer to suffering and pain. Later Christian theology branded that to include Christ's love for mankind, which made him willing to suffer and die for us. And this thing goes on and on and on. But Some, this uh, this reviewer said, this, I said the film is the most violent I have ever seen. It will probably be the most violent you have ever seen. This is not criticism but an observation. The film is unsuitable for younger viewers but works powerfully for those who can endure it. The MPAA's R rating is definitive proof that the organization either will never give the NC-17 rating for violence alone or was in- intimidated by the subject matter. If it had been anyone other than Jesus up on that cross, I have a feeling NC-17 would have been automatic. So, they say it's a film about an idea that is necessary to fully comprehend the pa- the the passion. If Christianity is to make any sense, that's, you know, if fully comprehend the passion of Christianity will make any sense. Gibson has communicated his idea... With, with a with a single-minded urgency, many will disagree some will agree, but be horrified by the graphic treatment I myself am no longer religious in the sense that a long that a long ago altar boy thought he should be. I can respond to the power of belief whether I agree or not, and when I find it in a film, I must respect it. So, like, even if people don't agree or people don't say, oh, well, I'm a Christian or whatever. If you're looking for a violent movie, this is, like, super violent because of the beatings, the abuse, and the things that Christ went through. It was super huge in pop culture. Nothing had ever happened like this. But since then, see, people want to say... There's a lot of negative negativity that goes on about Christian movies. I don't get it. I really do not get it. I know that people want to be negative, they want to talk negative. Like here recently within the last 5 years from 2016 or so, there've been a lot of more like a lot more Christian movies that are coming out and going into theater because Christians are finally getting tired of sitting around and seeing super violent super sexual movies that have cursing profanities um and every like possible bad thing you can imagine in them and then wondering why kids are going and shooting up schools and wondering why babysitters are sleeping with the the father of the of the the kids they're babysitting or wondering why kids are killing themselves and a lot of the reason is the stuff that's in the movies they go and watch oh I was just acting out a scene from the movie I didn't know what I was doing a lot of kids say things like that or I saw that in a movie like people tried to recreate scenes from like movies when they go do mass mass killings it's like ridiculous we put this stuff in movies and put it out there and then wonder why people act the way they do, and it's ridiculous. It's totally, truly, 100% ridiculous. So, you know, okay, so 2004, Passion of the Christ came out. It's a huge, like, you know, no one had ever done anything this big. It was a big deal. There was a movie that came out uh, before that that was called Left Behind, and i got to mention it. I almost forgot about it, but I have to mention it. It was basically somebody's view on the end of the world and that movie had a bunch of impact on people as well because who wants to be left behind? Like when, you know, Christ comes back, who wants to you know, not go to heaven with Christ? That was a huge impact, but that kinda was like the the precursor to like a big bunch of Christian movies being made because before you really only had like stuff that was done by like focus on the family and it was like straight to video and it was, like, a video series. They had, like, kids stuff. And then you may have, like, Jesus movies that were made to take to other countries or, like, the Jesus movie that a lot of churches would play to show, you know, new people who Jesus is or to to illustrate facts. But fast forward, you know, ten, 10 years or, or so, give or take, from 2004, and you've got God's Not Dead, now it took a lot of time, I'd say, to get to that point because I don't know, I don't know if Christians are scared, we didn't have good good uh content or we didn't know how to tell stories. But people will tell you like over and over and over and time and time again. They'll make these comments cuz I've heard them Uh, I was, you know, making comments about God's Not Dead, and I was like, oh, it's a great movie. I love the movie. It's a really good movie. People tell the, you know, people make the points that are supposed to be made, and it has, you know, some good effects. But everybody's like, no, the movie's stupid, and uh, one person actually had enough guts to, like, tell me, basically, or to tell in a comment uh, thing, saying, oh, God's Not Dead is, like, a horrible movie. As a movie, it's terrible, and, oh, it just it cannot be a good Christian. It's just not a good Christian. It's just not. Like, the points that are made are stupid, and, you know, oh, they have the bad guy dying at the end, and, spoiler alert, the bad guy dies at the end, and all this kind of stuff, and they're like, they're like it can't be i mean that's just a bad movie and showing that muslim da- muslim fathers beat their daughters if they try to believe anything else that they, they don't that the family doesn't believe or whatever because they had a like a muslim uh muslim or buddhist muslim uh dad who beat his daughter but that's the harsh reality of the situation i don't care what situation I don't care where you come from, where you live, where you're at. Um, There was rumor that went around the Internet, and I couldn't find any proof of it, but there was an actress from Harry Potter. She played one of the Patel sisters. There was a rumor spreading around the Internet, and I never found any truth to it, so I can't say that it's true. But the rumor was that her brother and her dad beat her really badly because she did something, or was doing things, or didn't follow their religion, or something, and she was beat in, in this rumor that went around uh, social media in different places, that she was beat, I can't remember where I found it, it was some some like website somewhere, um, but it basically was that she was beat, and I tried to find proof of it, and I couldn't, but that stuff happens all the time. Like if you don't follow X religion, like, if, like over in the Middle East, if you don't follow certain religions, you can get beat just for not following. And it happens. But people want to sit and bash these movies. God's Not Dead 2 came out and people were still trying to bash movies. Oh, they just chop things in there, throw everything together, and it makes no sense. And it's just a bunch of hating on people that aren't Christians. And, and that's not true. You have a guy standing up for what he believes in, standing up for God, saying God's not dead. And he he gives biblical proof that God's not dead. And, you know, all the while this is happening, you know, it's like, really? You know, because people want to say, oh, really now? But that's the only part. Like, what? And then you look back on some movies and say these movies are stupid. Oh, and, and the other thing is, oh, they're just these movies were just made to be product placement for the band Newsboys song because the Newsboys play a concert and then they pray for some people that need prayer towards the end of the movie. So obviously, you know, they're showing people being Christians. They're showing people taking a stand. They're showing what Christians do. I mean, they're telling the lives of Christians. But again, in the world, we tend to – people go to concerts all the time. People go backstage to concerts all the time. People – it's okay if somebody goes and shoots somebody and kills them and walks away, and we accept that as okay. But when Christians, you know, show the bad parts of the world, show the bad things that happen, oh, it's automatically um, Christians just being complete hatred. And this is coming from Christians. It's like, oh, no, they're just being hateful. Um, They're just showing the crazy extremes that don't, you know, that don't actually happen, and they're just showing the bad things. But to me, they're saying, hey, this stuff happens, man. Just because in the the movie, I'm going to spoil again, but in the movie, a guy breaks up with his girlfriend because she doesn't believe in Jesus anymore. She doesn't want to have a relationship with Jesus. She doesn't want to live that life. But again, people will probably bash that. But. Passion of the Christ, story goes around the internet, a true story, goes around the internet, oh, there's this gangster, and he had a little daughter, I mean gangster, like probably sagging pants, carrying gun everywhere, completely hates Jesus, hates being a Christian, hates anything to do with it, took his daughter to the movies for the sole purpose to see Passion of the Christ and mock Jesus, to mock Christ. This dude, hardcore thug, you know, taking his little girl just so he can mock Jesus and show her about mocking Jesus and mocking Christ, mocking God, just you know, pure hatred, right? So he goes to the movie, watches this movie, balls his eyes out, leaves the movie, saved. Saved Christian. Follower of Christ I don't have any 100% proof Of this happening with other movies But I guarantee you People see Christ in things People recognize Christian qualities Those people that are living right Those people that are doing right People will walk up to them and say Hey you know what I see something in you that I don't understand It's different and I like it you know, can you? How, why are you so happy? Why are you this? Why are you that? Why do I see this? They, if they can see it in a person, they can see it in a character in a movie. Spoiler alert, the bad guy in the movie gets saved. Yes, he dies at the end, but he gets saved. Things happen. you got to make a movie good as a movie. got multiple stories that come together to tell one story of Christ. So for all you haters out there, you can stick it in your nose because Christian movies are awesome. There's a movie that came out called War Room And all it really is Is a story about te- It's a story About some lives of some people Now I, I, I can't say If the main characters Were white This movie probably would have went nowhere in the theaters But because these are black Christians This movie's everywhere And I'm not racist I have friends that are black I sh- you know, I'm a photographer that works with uh, Black models all the time from time to time So I, I have nothing against black people or nothing But society will accept Black Christians People of the dark Skinned color that Society accepts them and it's cool that they're Christian But if it was a family of white people Teaching you how to pray and an old white woman Teaching you how to pray People would just think you're crazy But the way society works You have to make your movie Fit society And still tell your story War Room is an amazing movie, and I dare each and every one of you that hears this to find it and watch it. It is one of the best movies I've seen that teaches you how, teaches you stuff about being a Christian. And it was in the movie theaters, and it was pretty big and popular. A lot of people probably saw that movie and learned some things, because I happened to see that movie just before I preached my sermon, which was on my last show before this one. Uh, that was pretty cool, because I actually got up in front of church, as the the Sunday morning preacher and gave my sermon, which was my last show about being in God's presence, I learned some stuff through that show through that movie, but the the gangster that got saved, the people that say, "Well, I'm not completely against church now. I saw this movie, and there's cool bands, and there's you know it may be it may be tough, but dude, he's standing up for what he believes in he's you know, like everybody's against him and people are giving up or whatever. But but, this dude still believes in what he believes in. That's God's not dead. But, you know, so many times we get pushed under the rug just because we're Christians. Just because somebody says, I believe in Jesus. Like somebody else. There was a post that was made on Facebook this morning. And somebody said, I just don't, they go, atheists. That believe Muslims should have freedom of religion, but don't believe Christians should. I just don't get it. But if a Christian says anything about their belief, you're down it and you're against it every time. But why is that? And I think a lot of times that is because the power of Jesus, the power of the name of Jesus, the power of Christianity, the power of really worshipping a one true God, Jesus Christ, God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I think that when you follow God the Father and God the Son, and you have the Holy Spirit, everybody is so scared because they don't understand because they don't have it. And I think that is why even Christians dog these Christian movies because they want to crime uh, product placement and they want to like nitpick these little theories they may have or they want to nitpick all these tiny little things that just happen you know they just take these little these little situations that happen and they nitpick them to death and then they're kind of like well there's no good Christian movies out I can't watch like I heard a guy say oh I'm going to write a Christian movie it's going to be a movie anybody can watch regardless of who you are Whatever. Basically, he says I'm going to write a Christian movie, one that anybody can watch, and then it turns out to, you know, be a movie about his band and like losing a girlfriend that he apparently was in love with, and like a whole bunch of stuff, and like puts Jesus right, like Jesus right in the name of the movie. He's making a new movie called Rock for Jesus. Now, if it was me and I was making a movie about, you know, Jesus and Christianity. I wouldn't stick Jesus in the name particularly because it would scare away people that don't believe in Jesus. But if you got some cool name, then maybe, you know, maybe it's something. So it's all about how Christians, I believe, it's all about how Christians stick Jesus into... Because we can tell our story in billions of ways, but it's making it fit in with societal norms to reach the people and to... Have people accept it Because if we just go throwing I think a lot of times if we just go throwing the name of Jesus around You know there's going to be some people getting confused There's going to be some things happening Because a lot of people are scared of the name of Jesus But if you've got some cool movie Where a dude Has this amazing journey This long, amazing, hard But fulfilling journey To make it to a final Destination To deliver something to a certain place and you've got interesting people and creatures and a journey that is the most amazing thing you've ever seen. And it's set in another world with creatures that aren't, aren't necessarily human. But it all tells the story of, like, redemption and, and succeeding and, you know, staying the course and, and not taking this, this wide path, but taking a narrow path to do a specific task to complete Everything. You know, people are going to watch it. And then when I say it's the Lord of the Rings, and it's, you know, totally written with with, uh, biblical themes and has, you know, all kinds of Christian things throughout it, you're going to be like, what? Yeah, but see, you don't know that. And if you write as you know, that's how I think our, our movies should be. Yes, you can say Jesus. Yes, you can do this and that and the other. But if you don't, you know, there's got to be some give and take, and I understand getting Jesus out there. Like War Room, it's all about prayer and having a prayer closet. And it was big time movie theater for several weeks, and it, you know, it was at the top of its, top of its game and whatnot. Man, times, they are changing, Bob Dylan. But, you know, it's. It's stupid, I believe, when Christians want to sit there and bash movies. Do you think it's good? Do you really think that it's good that we have Christian movies in a movie theater? Or do you think it's just horrible, terrible, awful, stupid stuff? Because do you really think people are going to be turned away by Christian movies? Or do you think those people are just not going to watch them in general? I want to know. Get on... Find me on Twitter, DJ underscore AKT1. Find me on Twitter and let me know. Tell me, do you think that Christian movies in the movie theater are bad? Do you think that Christian movies are good? Pros and cons, you know, 147 characters or less. Hit me up. I'm on Facebook. My Facebook is actually facebook.com backslash show. Hit me up on Facebook, The Focus Radio Show. Let me know what you think. I'm trying to get some conversation going in this community because I think that they're very warranted and they're very good if they're done correctly. But if you really do put a bunch of bad stuff in your movies or the movies are poorly made, people are going to bash them from the beginning and you're not going to get anywhere. But um, let me know what you think. And time is almost running out for this show, but check out some of the good Christian movies, Passion of the Christ, God's Not Dead. I haven't seen God's Not Yet Dead 2 yet, so I can't tell you. Check out War Room. Check out the Left Behind series with Kirk Cameron. Those are amazing movies. They may not be 100% real, but there's some great ideas. And as always, keep your focus on Christ, and he will never steer you wrong.